On a beautiful run through the park on a pleasant day, you can easily get lost. No, no, no! She didn't kill him. Huh? In your true crime podcast. It was the pool guy. So obvious. Whatever motivates you works for us. It's all about letting your run be your run. And Brooks is here for every runner, doing the research and sweating the details to create gear that works for you. It's your run. Brooks, run happy. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. Leaving out the avocado in your salad to save money is not good for morale or your fiber intake. Luckily, State Farm knows the value of the little things. It's why they've got options, like insuring your home and ride with surprisingly great rates on both. Because you shouldn't have to give up what you love for great insurance. For surprisingly great rates, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. Hello and welcome to The Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you to the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports friendly perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith, Andrew McKinnis, and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network, Thursday, April 7th. Ian Cameron will have Jimmy Murphy momentarily as well. Uh, perhaps Alex B. Smith as well, uh, joining us uh, on this uh, Thursday show. Uh, we got a huge Thursday card uh, on tap. Ten games in the NHL tonight. Uh, really, it's our third fi- third from last Thursday of the regular season uh, in the National Hockey League. We only have three regular season Thursdays left. So we really are counting down the days toward the end of the regular season and obviously the start uh, of the Stanley Cup playoffs as well. So busy card tonight. Big slate. Uh, let's get right to it and let's get started. We'll start with the Pittsburgh Penguins taking on the New York Rangers. Uh, we've got pretty much even money here, both sides, minus 110. Uh, the total, uh, five and a half here uh, across the board uh, in this game. Uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins have had their share of problems lately uh, with the New York Rangers. Of course, they have played each other quite a bit you know, over the course of the last month. Uh, and the uh, New York Rangers have gotten the better uh, of the Pittsburgh Penguins. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, in each of those last uh, two meetings, uh, they were victorious in both of them. Uh, the had scores of 5 1 Rangers and 3 2 Rangers, March 25th and March 29th. So <coughs> the Rangers have done pretty well head to head here against the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. We'll see if they can uh, keep that going here tonight uh, in this game. Of course, they got. Uh, a much-needed win, uh, two straight losses for the Rangers against the uh, Islanders and the Flyers. Uh, the Flyers game, actually, I thought they played more than well enough to win, but unfortunately really couldn't find the back of the net, uh, and they were able to uh, get uh, still a pretty good <coughs> effort in that game. Uh, and then, of course, the last game, they bounced back, uh, and they ended up getting the victory against New Jersey. It was a really, really sturdy, tidy, good, solid team game road game, if you will, uh, for the Rangers against New Jersey uh, in that 3-1 to one win. Uh, pretty good performance. It was very good defensively from them. And look, Alexander Georgiev, who got, <coughs> who got the start uh, on Thursday uh, for the New York Rangers, or uh, sorry, got the start on Tuesday for the New York Rangers. He played well. You know, you got to give him credit. He got the opportunity uh, to be in net uh, in that game, and he made the most of it. Uh, able uh, to help the New York Rangers to victory uh, in that game. I'll be quite honest with you. Um, uh, people are betting Pittsburgh here. Maybe it's <coughs> maybe it's because you know they're looking to avenge two straight losses to the Rangers and the fact they're coming off two straight losses to Colorado. So you would think Pittsburgh really, really chomping at the bit to get back uh, in the win column. I understand that, but. You are talking about a New York Rangers team that's beaten Pittsburgh twice in a row that has 22 home wins this year, 22 and 11 at Madison Square Garden this year. That's pretty damn good. Uh, I, th- I think to me, uh, the Rangers would be the way I'd go about it. I'm going to probably go ahead with the Rangers here at minus 110 for a small play. You know, I, I really like a lot of their advanced numbers and uh, a lot of the, you know, stats that you look at beyond just the base. Uh, are pointing toward the Rangers really playing better. Like you're seeing them now repeatedly outshoot the other team, outplay the other team. You go back to the March 22nd game against New Jersey. 
Uh, they outshot the Devils. They outshot Pittsburgh. They outshot Buffalo. Uh, outshot the Pittsburgh Penguins again when they beat them the second time. Outshot Detroit. Outshot the Islanders. Heavily outshot the Flyers. Uh, so, you know, they've had, a, I think, a better overall flow of in terms of the Rangers doing a better job, I would say, the last couple weeks controlling the play, having the puck more, uh, and playing more in the offensive zone. Because, to be quite honest, earlier in the season, we were kind of critical of the Rangers sometimes, you know, letting the other team dictate the play uh, and letting them pepper just a bunch of shots on Igor Shosturkin. And a lot of the uh, onus on whether the Rangers won and lost would fall on, you know, Igor Shosturkin, whereas the Rangers, you know, you'd only be able to really count on them to be in the offensive zone consistently when they had the man advantage. I think their five-on-five play uh, is definitely getting better uh, here uh, in the last few weeks. Their overall team game is improving. Uh, Gerard Gallant has echoed that uh, in the last few games. So, yeah, I get it. Pittsburgh probably beyond sick and tired of losing to the Rangers because they've lost two in a row. You're probably going to get a very good effort from the Penguins. They're off two losses to Colorado back-to-back. So there are reasons to like Pittsburgh, but we're betting prices here. We're not betting teams. And to me, to put the Rangers at pick them here, even money with the way they're playing right now at home uh, against the Penguins, looks like there's a little value to me on the blue shirts in this game. So I like the Rangers a little bit. It's not a super strong uh, play for me, uh, but I will be betting New York here for something at around minus 110, even money against uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, in this game. Uh, by the way, Tristan Jari confirmed in net for the uh, Penguins. You would expect Shesterkin, even though it hasn't been confirmed yet for the uh, Rangers. Uh, and uh, Zucker and Beaulieu still out for the Penguins. And it's Capo Cackle where they were hoping maybe he'd be back tonight for the uh, Rangers, but they're going to hold off on uh, allowing him to come back. I apologize for the occasional cough and the voice. I mean, going the throat going a little bit. It's almost like someone's grabbing your throat, and it's when you <coughs> you know you're doing that. So we're still trying to <coughs> still trying to shake this thing. Hasn't completely gone away yet. It's getting there. It's getting close. But once in a while, we have a little bit of a uh, coughing fit. So apologies for that. All right. Next up, we've got Philadelphia and Columbus. Columbus, minus 130 home favorites, six and a half the total uh, in this game. Back to back home and home series with these two teams. They played in Philly, obviously, the other night. Uh, and the uh, Blue Jackets got the four to two win uh, in that game. Uh, Philadelphia, 49 shots on goal. Let's give uh, Merzlikens a lot of credit. Uh, two, uh, 47 saves on 49 shots. Uh, he was brilliant uh, in that game for the uh, Jackets. Uh, in between the pipes. We'll see if uh, he can play that well again. He has uh, been confirmed once again as the starting goalie, and this isn't a shock. Columbus, you know, is without Jonas Corposalo. They're without Daniil Tarasov, the young prospect goalie of theirs as well, and they clearly don't have any interest at the moment playing J.F. Barube at any point, which is pretty interesting because he actually played well for them a few times when he started uh, earlier this season, but uh, there's absolutely no sign of... uh, Brad Larson giving the net to uh, J.F. Berube anytime soon. So as a result, we've seen uh, the Jackets repeatedly turn to uh, uh, Elvis Merzlikens, who will be back in net tonight. Martin Jones uh, in net. And for the first time in a while, when I see uh, Martin Jones confirmed in net, I'm not going to totally rip him apart because he last start against the Rangers. He was he was terrific. You know, he was. It was, I think, probably has had to have been his best start of the season. Uh, in that uh, 4-3 shootout win uh, against the uh, New York Rangers. He played very well. You know, 46 shots that he faced. Uh, he stopped 43 of them. To be honest, he's the the reason the Flyers won that game because the Rangers really did carry the play uh, for the most part uh, in that game for the uh, uh, the Rangers, and Jones was good. I think by far it had to have been, because I watched a large part of that Rangers-Flyers game, it had to have been. Uh, one of his absolute best games of the season, hands down. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see uh, if uh, he can play that well again. But what I know about Martin Jones is, yes, Martin Jones can play well from time to time and come up with that dazzling start. But I find every single time he does that, he falls right back down again in the very next time he's in that. I've seen it multiple times, whether it's with the Kings, whether it's with the San Jose Sharks, or whether it's been here in Philadelphia, 
There's a reason he has fallen to backup goalie, you know, status uh, in the NHL the last couple of seasons. Lacking consistency has been the reason for that. And a lot of times we have seen Martin Jones give it his all, be great, just have that shining night in net where he just looks impenetrable, can't be beaten. And the next start, he just can't follow it up. And he's back to the old beach ball version uh, of Martin Jones, unable to stop the puck. So uh, I don't trust him. I don't try. I got to see it again, to be, to be quite honest with you, from him, whether he uh, is able to uh, get the job done tonight. As far as the Flyers go, look, they had all kinds of shots on Merzlikens. You got to think maybe there's a better chance they'll find the back of the net here. And it's one of those games where, again, we had an under. It just stayed under, but it did stay under six and a half. Uh, two nights ago in that 4-2 Columbus win, I think the reverse happens tonight. I would look over the total here with the uh, Flyers and the Blue Jackets tonight. Uh, I would expect the Flyers maybe to have a, you know, dent Merzlikens a little bit more. I mean, he's playing a shit ton of games in a row. At some point, he's going to get worn down. He's going to get fatigued. He's going to get run down. They're running him right into the ground right now with all the starts they're giving him in a row consecutively. You know, at some point, that might affect his performance a little bit. And like I said, on the flip side, I'm going to dare Martin Jones to play well again because so many times in the past we have seen him not be able to follow up a really good start in net with another one. And that is, once again, the concern that I have for uh, Martin Jones here tonight. So I like the over here, six and a half, and that's what I'll be going with between the uh, Flyers uh, and the uh, Blue Jackets. As far as the injuries go, it's the same old uh, players that are out for Philly that have been out for a while. Ryan Ellis on defense, Sean Couturier at center. For the Jackets, same thing. Corpus Salo out. Boone Jenner's been out for a while. Tessier's been out for a while. Uh, so basically status quo. Uh, the players that have been missing for the last few games are still out. None of them coming back tonight uh, for this game. All right, Nashville-Ottawa. We've got Nashville minus 170 road favorites, six the total uh, in this game. Predators, very impressive. Uh, home win against the uh, Minnesota Wild. Uh, definitely a scheduling advantage, situational advantage for them going into that game based on the fact that you know, they hadn't played since Friday night against the uh, uh, Buffalo Sabres. It was a disappointing loss for three uh, in that game on Friday night. So they hadn't played since uh, Friday when they played Minnesota Tuesday night. So good amount of rest, get practice in, try to bounce back. And they were ready for that game. They played well. They beat Minnesota 6-2. to two. And UC Soros was probably his best game in a while. Here's another guy that hasn't necessarily been uh, at his best I would say the last couple of weeks, UC Soros has had a couple uh, games where it's just he hasn't looked quite as sharp or dialed in and, you know, on top of the puck, you know, all those kind of things. But he certainly was on Tuesday night against uh, Minnesota, played very well uh, in between the pipes for the uh, Predators uh, in the victory. And now they go to the uh, Canada's nation's capital here to uh, face Ottawa. You know what something for Nashville is they now have <coughs> they have everybody healthy right now. Uh, the Nashville Predators. So it's all hands on deck for them. They have no injuries up front, none on defense at all. For the first time in a while, they've got a fully healthy roster at their disposal, the uh, Nashville Predators. So uh, that definitely is good news for them, uh, certainly moving forward uh, tonight and beyond as they try to remember, they're not assured of anything, the Nashville Predators. They are still the first wild card, them and uh, Dallas right now. And don't forget, there's Vegas right behind them. And even Winnipeg is not completely out of it yet, uh, even though that was a brutal loss for them last night against Detroit that really hurt them. And Vancouver is not even totally dead yet after uh, a big win in Vegas last night. But bottom line is Predators aren't assured of anything, so they need points in every game that they can get moving forward. You know, this Ottawa team, uh, three straight wins. They beat Detroit twice, and they beat Montreal. Let's give them some credit. However, I just don't like the injury situation whatsoever for uh, Ottawa tonight. You know, usually I'm mildly interested in them catching a big price, but they've got some really key injuries. Shabbat, we know, out for a long period of time now. Uh, and up front now, Drake Batherson out again and injured again, which hurts. He's been a great top six forward for them. And what really could hurt tonight is Tim Stutzla may not play. Uh, game time decision, he's got a knee injury right now. If he doesn't play, that's a real, real shame for Ottawa because – uh, he's really played well. He's on a four-game point streak. I believe he's got 18 points in his last 18 games or something close to that uh, for the Ottawa Senators. So, you know, he's been extremely good lately for the Senators. So if you're down uh, both Batherson and Stutzla tonight, boy, it's going to hurt you a little bit in terms of the top six forward group. 
Uh, I got to lean to Nashville and regulation here. I mean, this is this is you snapped the little funk that you were in, beat a very good Minnesota team. I know on the road they've not been nearly as good lately, but you know, and Ottawa is always a tough out. It's never easy to beat this team, but I just think it sets up well for Nashville. Ottawa a little depleted, back end no Shabbat, potentially down Batherson and Tim Stutzla up front tonight. I think that could be some trouble. Saros looked like he got his game back on track, his best game in a while against Minnesota. He's already confirmed in net tonight. Anton Forsberg for Ottawa. I just think Nashville finds a way to get this uh, victory tonight. So I'll look toward them probably uh, in regulation, get them closer to minus 110 with the regulation bet. we got Jimmy Murphy with us. Looks like uh, he's got all the screens going on in the background. You got a sports book? I am a sports book, my friend. What I thought, yeah. Yeah, I, I decided what the hell. Went down the road into Connecticut, uh, about a few exits down from where I live in Massachusetts, and they've got a little sports book here by uh, Bradley International Airport. It's called Bobby V's in honor of Bobby Valentine. Ah, nice. I was going to say, Jimmy's not putting horse racing on in the background <laughs> from home. He's got to be at a sports book right yeah, now. There you go. Nice. Opening always, day. Going to get some there. baseball going here. I'm, I'm psyched. Yeah, opening day MLB uh, today. There's a lot of game, more games tomorrow, but still, there's a bunch today. So yep. it's nice to have baseball back for sure. Uh, it's that great time of year, right? Baseball's starting. The Masters golf is going on this weekend. Uh, you got NBA and NHL playoffs coming. So uh, it's a great month, uh, April. Always a lot going on. But uh, what do you think here, Jimmy? Nashville taking on Ottawa. I'm just I'm loving the over uh, in the game and in the first period. So double over for me. I just see a lot of goals in this game, guys. Um, I would probably, if I was going to go on the side, I would lean towards Nashville. But Ottawa's just sneaky sometimes. So let me just uh, stick with the over-unders there. All right, like in the uh, first period over and the uh, full game over in uh, this one. Uh, before you joined us, we talked two games, Penguins-Rangers. We'll start Penguins-Rangers there. I don't know. I know Pittsburgh's lost two in a row to the Rangers, and they've lost two in a row overall back-to-back -to, -back to Colorado. They're chomping at the bit. I get all that, but, man, the Rangers are playing some of their best hockey. Their advanced numbers look terrific. They're consistently outplaying the opponent. I believe mm -hmm. in each of their last nine or ten games, they're only laying a buck ten on home ice in this, like, I understand Pittsburgh's chomping at the bit to beat the Rangers after losing back-to-back -to, -back to them, but I thought minus 110 was some value to the Rangers. Uh, what do you think there? Yeah, you know what? I, right now, this game's just too tough to play for me right now. I'm going to stay away from it for all the reasons you just said. I mean, you know, it, it looks like a good spot for, for the Rangers, uh, and Pittsburgh's coming in off that loss, but it's still Pittsburgh's going to want some revenge, like you said. So I'm going to stay away from this game right now. It might be something I jump in live. All right, and the other one we talked about, Philly and Columbus. Uh, like I said, Martin Jones in net, he was absolutely stellar. I'll give him his credit, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm willing to admit when he plays well, Martin Jones, and he did that against the uh, Rangers on Sunday night. He's the reason they won in a shootout uh, in that game. But I, I've said this a million times about Jones. He has a great start, and he doesn't have one the very next game. He's just yeah. been one of those goalies consistently. So for that reason, I did get going on the over in that. I lean Columbus too, but uh, I lean a little bit to the – Just I'm just going to pull the trigger on the over there. What did you have there, Flyers, Jackets? I'm doing another double over, over first period and over total in the game. All right, there we go. Over first period and full game. All right, we move along. It's Montreal and New Jersey. Uh, we've got the Devils, minus 155, home favorites, six and a half the total uh, in this game. Uh, the New Jersey Devils, of course, man. Just all kinds of issues in terms of defending for the better part of the, well, all season, but especially the last few weeks. It's just been dreadful for the New Jersey Devils defensively. The struggles continue to keep the puck out of their own net. I mean, these are some really atrocious defensive numbers we've seen from them uh, in the last several games, giving up five, six a game. They actually did well to hold the Rangers to three uh, <coughs> in their last game. <coughs> Problem is, though, uh, they ended up losing the game by a score of uh, three to one, their fourth loss in a row. Uh, so it's been a struggle for them. And now, unfortunately, you know, the injuries are starting to mount a little bit for the Devils. They missed Jack Hughes the last game uh, against the Rangers. He got injured before that against the Islanders. He remains out for tonight. And Jimmy VC out uh, as well. Uh, Nate Bastion uh, also out up front for the uh, Devils. Good news is they'll at least have, and he had a hat trick. Uh, in a recent game for New Jersey against Florida, uh, Igor Sharangovich. There was some worry that he may not suit up tonight either, but looks like he'll be in the lineup tonight for the Devils, which they need him now because I hate to be uh, worried and panic just because of one game without Jack Hughes, but it's I don't think it's a total coincidence. Jack Hughes misses one game and they only score one goal. 
I mean, he is that significant yeah. to what they do offensively. Uh, and you saw it in that first game without him. Uh, but here against Montreal, and Jimmy, uh, obviously you're on the uh, Montreal Express now. You're wearing the Montreal hat along with the Boston hat <laughs> uh, in terms of teams you're covering on a daily basis. And for Montreal, what happened to this little defensive play they had in it for a little bit there under Marty Saint-Louis, it's gone away. Uh, again, Montreal's struggling to keep the puck out. They give up six to Ottawa, four to Tampa, four to Carolina, seven to Florida. I mean, they just had a really tough time at the uh, defensive end of the ice. And surprising because, you know, they've had Jake Allen back for most of these starts and yet still struggling to keep the uh, puck out of their own net. Um, I know New Jersey only got held to a goal against the Rangers and they're without Jack Hughes. That's significant. But I don't know if I trust what I'm seeing from Montreal defensively. I think New Jersey can score here. That being said, I think Montreal scores here too. And Montreal, I think after getting thumped by Ottawa 6-3, to three, the other night, they come back here with a pretty strong effort. And believe it or not, Jimmy, their road performances, they've not been bad. You know, Tampa, they won in a shootout. You know, they battled Florida pretty tough on the road. Uh, they lost 3-2 to New Jersey in a shootout. Uh, some of their road performances lately have been pretty good. Remember what they did in Western Canada? You know, mm -hmm. beating Edmonton, uh, beating Calgary. Two shocking wins against two good teams from Alberta. I find on the road they're a little more relaxed, believe it or not, the uh, Canadians. So not only do I like the over in this game, I'm taking the underdog here. I mean, I just think for New Jersey, that, that's a big price for them to be laying. A bad defensive team, shaky goaltending with Dawes and with Gillies, the two goalies that have been going back and forth. No Jack Hughes, and you're going to price them out there as a minus 155 favorite tonight? I think that's pretty pricey to me. Uh, for the Devils. So, and you, you got to think the Canadians after losing 6 3 against Ottawa. The one thing about them is they lose a game, you know, even though they're not going anywhere this year, this young group is battling and looking to play better after a bad performance. They, that's the one thing consistent we've seen from them here under Marty St. Louis. So, not only do I like the over, I like Montreal here as a potential live road underdog plus 135. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think here? Habs Devils. Yeah, I'm right with you. I'm going to actually stay a little away from the over-under. I would normally go over with both these teams, but just for what you just cited there with Jack Hughes missing, I think they're off. the offense for the Devils is a bit out of sorts, as we saw in the last game. So uh, give me the Montreal Canadiens as an underdog here, straight up. All right, Jimmy, liking them as a dog as well here. Montreal and actually can get plus 140, plus 142 even in some spots. So a shop around can get pretty good value here. Uh, on the Canadians as road dogs tonight. Uh, next up, Buffalo Sabres, Carolina Hurricanes, another home-and-home -home situation. Same two teams playing each other for the second straight time. Uh, Carolina minus 360 to minus 380 in some spots here as home favorites. Six the total in this game. So if I were to bet the full game, I could only take Buffalo. There's no question. This team remains extremely undervalued. No doubt about that. And the way they've been playing, it's been impressive to see. They beat Carolina at home earlier this week by a score of four to two. I mean, you look at their record, they're actually six and four winning <coughs> winning record in their last 10 games. So uh, give Buffalo credit for that. Carolina's actually lost three of their last four. They lose to Tampa, Minnesota, and then, of course, that 4-2 loss in Buffalo uh, on Tuesday night. So they're not exactly playing their absolute best, but I'll tell you what. Uh, I'd expect them to be strong early. The one thing <coughs> Carolina has been uh, this year is a pretty good team early in games in the first period. Take a sip of water, brother. I no know. worries. <laughs> Jeez. I got to get one. I'm, yeah, don't I'm kill yourself. Before, but I, can, I can hold the fort if you need. No, I'll get through this here. And then mm. I'll grab, uh, there's a bottle of water on the other desk. I'll get it in a sec. But, All yeah. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Uh, I think Carolina will have a strong start tonight. I saw Nino Niederreiter and Jordan Stahl and Ajo and Brindamore not very amused with the way they played in Buffalo the other night. So as much as I've been waving the pom-poms and, you know, basically looking to say recommend Buffalo at an underdog price every night, I'm probably going to stay off it tonight. Certainly, if look, if you're betting full game money line, it's Buffalo or pass still because minus 370 is crazy. But I think early in the game, you really are going to get a, a really focused – you know, mm -hmm. resolved Carolina team early in this game tonight. So I think the first period puck line on Carolina, I do like that. Uh, minus a half, plus a hundred, first period puck line, even money on the uh, Carolina Hurricanes to maybe take a lead uh, early in this game. I think that's the best way to approach it. I think they have a good start, fast start at home. They need to get back on track. They've lost three of the last four. Hell, they've invited, you know, the New York Rangers 
right back into a position mm-hmm. where they could actually, if the Rangers go on a run and Carolina keeps stumbling a little bit, first place for the Metro Division could still be taken uh, by the yeah. New York Rangers. So this is getting to a point now for Carolina where, look, you've lost three or four for the last you know two to three weeks. You haven't exactly played your best hockey, and you want to be playing well uh, going into the playoffs. You just lost to Buffalo the other night. I think in the first 20 minutes you get a really good effort tonight from Carolina. And overall for the season, keep in mind, that Carolina has been a pretty good first period team all year. Uh, And I think tonight is definitely a night that you're going to see that on display. So not tonight for me with Buffalo, I'm going to go Carolina first period minus a half uh, plus a hundred here. Jimmy, what do you think? Buffalo, Carolina. I'm right with you, man. Give me the, uh, the Carolina puck line in the first period there. And I might take them as uh, you know, as it goes on and see how this game develops, but I'm with you. They, They have to come out and answer the bell right off the bat. That's not to say that Buffalo won't jump back in it because we've seen that they're playing much better hockey right now, so they can hang. Uh, but I like the Carolina Hurricanes puck line in the first period. Yeah, I think that's a good bet there to take a lead going into the uh, first intermission uh, of this game, the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. All right, we got Seattle, Chicago playing for exercise, uh, as I like to say. Chicago minus 150, uh, six. Well, six. remember what's happening in Chicago tonight, though, Ian. Yes. Yeah. So it's a little Hosa. more than your typical late season meaningless game. There's going to be some energy in that building tonight. I'm expecting a, a packed crowd, so we'll get to that. But, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's uh, Marion Hosa, uh, obviously uh, uh, honoring him tonight uh, and uh, uh, with his, his uh, ceremony to retire. I believe it's retiring his number. Yes, yeah. yep. uh, right Retire and game. his retirement because it's official yep. now. Yep, exactly. So Marion hosts a night at United Center, so it'll be, you know, a pretty good atmosphere. And, you know, I, I wanted to take Chicago based on that. But again, I don't like laying a buck 50 with a mediocre hockey team or a team that's not going to be in the playoffs. But there's yeah. obviously things to like. Maybe you could go a first period minus a half, jump out early, you know, feed off that uh, uh, pregame ceremony that will be uh, taking place tonight uh, for Marion Hosa, who was, by the way, had a great career. I don't think his career gets... Uh, the accolades it deserves because not only was he obviously very good offensively, but he was totally great at the other end too, away from the puck. His play away from the puck was very renowned as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Great player, uh, many years in the playoffs, Stanley cup champ, the whole bit, uh, multiple teams in his career where he played well. Remember he started with Ottawa way back in the day, uh, his career, uh, Marion Hoso. I can remember him playing with uh, a young Jason Spezza, Danny Heatley, Daniel Alfredson, you know, I remember that way back in the day, him playing for the uh, Ottawa Senators. But, no, a terrific career. No question about that for uh, Marion Hosa. I think I might actually take that as Chicago first period buck line minus a half here uh, <clears throat> in this game. I think that's not a bad way to go. And you get plus 150 uh, with Chicago minus a half, plus 150 in the uh, first period as well. Chicago team total maybe perhaps as well. And with these two teams and just in general, Two teams that aren't going to make the playoffs. I'm not going to shy away from an over usually in that situation. You usually get loose atmosphere. Like I always say, nobody's blocking a shot 15 points out of the playoffs. Nobody. All right. You're just not going to do it. So I uh, pretty sh- should see some lack, lax defensive play really on both sides here tonight. So Kraken and Blackhawks would lean to the full game over the total as well. Chicago, that first period puck line, I think that's the best value. You know, don't mess around with Chicago minus 150 full game. Just maybe bank on them first 20 minutes, ride the emotion and the uh, just the uh, frenzied atmosphere that, that's going to be coming off the HOSA ceremony uh, before the game. And maybe they can ride that to an early lead here against the uh, Seattle Kraken. Plus, Seattle played last night. So back-to-back on the road for Seattle. So another reason where maybe Chicago can jump on uh, Seattle early uh, here in this game. What do you think, Jimmy? Kraken, Blackhawks. Yeah, look, like I was just saying, I mean, I, I think the Marion Hosa thing lean, put me on to the Blackhawks in this. Honestly, I wouldn't really care about this game. I hope Ian's got, he's got his water. He's got his water. All right. There we go. There you go, buddy. You need those hot toddies. That's what you need. Those are. I need those something are, to get this thing out of my system. Yeah, well, I'm sure. telling you, whiskey, tea, and honey. It does the trick every time. Every time, Ian. Mix them or just separately? All, all together. All together. Whiskey, tea, and honey. All right. Yep. Well, get cracking on that. Just let it sit for a little. Let it all kind of get together and become one powerful medicine. Trust me, two of those, you'll be feeling better. Uh, you know what? I, I'm going Chicago Blackhawks on the puck line in this. I, I think they, and I like them in the first period puck line as well. 
So I'm going to do a double puck line uh, with the Blackhawks. All right, Chicago, that's a first period puck line alongside me, uh, minus a half, plus 150. And then the full game puck line, minus a half, minus 135 uh, for Chicago here in this one against uh, the Seattle Kraken. All right, Toronto Maple Leafs, Dallas Stars. Toronto, minus 155 road favorites, uh, six and a half the total uh, in this game. Toronto open minus 140 or so. So the money's come in on the Leafs here uh, in this game, even though for Dallas, this is this is even more of an important game for them. They're hanging on for dear life. Second wild card spot in the West, still just one point ahead of Vegas. So it's not like uh, they're uh, you know home and clear yet. Dallas, far from it. Uh, they have to keep winning to assure themselves of getting into the playoffs. Uh, this is an interesting one because I do acknowledge it's every game now is massive for Dallas in, in terms of needing two points every time out, but they're playing. I think the better team and that's the Toronto Maple Leafs coming off a game where they're not going to be thrilled with giving up a 5-1 lead out of the Florida Panthers and losing 7-6. to And before people get, you know, on the Leafs, to, you know, a bad loss, it is. I mean, it doesn't matter who you're playing. You have a 5-1 lead, you're supposed to win that game. But before you get, uh, same old Leafs, here they go again, choke artists, choking Leafs again, here we go again. Before we get too critical, Florida's done this to how many teams this year? Six? Ten? 12, they've come back from like two, three, four goal deficits in a game. They're capable of doing that. Uh, and look, there was the Leafs, too, on a back-to-back on the road, and maybe they ran out of gas, petered out a little bit late, and it doesn't excuse them, but I'm saying, you know, let's let's not totally bash them over the head, you know, for losing that game. Uh, I expect them to be better here uh, in this one. Uh, probably now I would look to Toronto in regulation. Look, I know Dallas needs this victory here, but they rely too much on right now on Robertson, on Sagan, on Rupe Hintz and Pavelski. And really outside of that, they're not getting a whole lot offensively uh, from the uh, rest of the team uh, at this yeah. point in time, the Dallas Stars. Uh, you know, I, I like obviously Jake Ottinger, but I'm, I'm a little bit surprised he's not in net here uh, for the uh, Dallas Stars. They're going with Scott Wedgwood uh, tonight uh, in between the pipes in this game. Obviously, Jack Campbell is in net for the uh, Leafs. Uh, Wedgwood was not great when he played against San Jose on Saturday. He gave up four goals on 28 shots. Uh, his numbers for the year aren't great. He's got a win-loss record below 500, 3.18 goals against average, 909 save percentage. You know, maybe it maybe he needs a rest, Ottinger. I, I'm puzzled. I'm puzzled by what Rick Bonus is doing here. You're playing a lethal Toronto offense right now that it can't be stopped at the moment. And you're going to put Scott Wedgwood in there in a game of this magnitude, not Jake Ottinger, who's been one of the big reasons you've won so many games lately. I'm puzzled by this. I'm mystified. You're playing a Toronto team that scored six against Florida, six against Tampa, six against Philly, seven against Winnipeg, six against Boston, five against Florida. You've got this juggernaut offense coming into town in a game you need, and you're going to go with Wedgwood, journeyman goalie. I'm, I'm shocked by it. Can't believe it. That, that that's what they're doing with their goaltending tonight, Dallas. But I like Toronto in regulation. I like over the total because, look, Toronto's getting 5-6 by themselves pretty much every game lately. And I'll be damned if I'm betting Toronto under the total right now, not with what they're doing offensively at the moment. Matthews and Marner, obviously that combination has been like peanut butter and jelly. It goes together quite well, uh, and it has been for lately. Uh, it has been for them lately. I would target them for props tonight. And you know what, with Matthews, a rare game where he gets held off the score sheet like he did against Florida, he's usually ready to fire back strong the very next game. So definitely some uh, props that definitely could you could look at there involving uh, the Leafs tonight. So this is the classic, must win doesn't equal will win. Yeah, Dallas needs wins in every game they can get down the stretch. But I just think they're overmatched here against Toronto, and Toronto's not going to piss... Uh, around in this game after blowing it the other night against Florida. So it would be Leafs in regulation for me, and it would be over six and a half in this game as well. Jimmy, what do you think? Toronto, Dallas. Yeah, look, I'm going to, I'm just because of the way things are so crazy with Dallas and Toronto in terms of wins and losses late, I, I'm going to just stick the over under here. And I think it's a great under spot because both teams need to come in, need to play tight defensive hockey. I know Toronto's been scoring, but they're going to be focused on keeping that puck out of the net after what happened the other night in Florida. Yep. So, I'm all over this under six and a half. All right. Like in the uh, under six and a half, six and a half is a high total for a Dallas game. Not so much for Toronto, but it is high for Dallas. We'll see if the uh, Leafs and the stars for that matter can uh, tighten things up 
uh, tonight as they uh, take on each other here in this one. All right, next up, we've got Vancouver and uh, Arizona. Uh, next up, uh, Vancouver, uh, minus 170 uh, road favorites in this game. Uh, the total uh, currently uh, six across the board. You need to realize how much I struggle with Vancouver right now, and I'll tell you how much I struggle with them right now, that I could totally see them Eating down Vegas last night, 5-1, turning around tonight and losing to Arizona. Mm -hmm. I could totally see that happening with this Canucks team. Like That's the way it's been for them lately. That being said, that was a season saver, at least temporarily for Vancouver last night. Yes. If they had lost to Vegas and gotten even further behind the Golden Knights, that is a see you later, see you next season type of loss for the Vancouver Canucks. But they won it. And they are still, you know, uh, mathematically alive uh, in the wild card hunt. They, they really are still in it. You know, they're seven points back at Dallas for the final spot. And Vancouver still has 11 games left. But problem is, they are going to have to go, I would say, 9-2 and two minimum and probably more likely 10-1, and one, you know, it, it, the rest of the way if they're really going to. Uh, get back and, and make the playoffs here. So they've still got to go on a torrid run. They obviously have to win this game against a uh, bottom-tier uh, uh, Arizona Coyotes team. Uh, but Arizona coming off a 5-1 loss to St. Louis. Before that, they beat Chicago in overtime. Before that, they get shut out by a struggling Anaheim team. And before that, they beat San Jose 5-2. So Arizona's been all over the map. But the one thing that's been constant about Arizona is they've got essentially a depleted AHL-type roster uh, on the ice for them every single game right now. They still have Kessel and Galchenyuk and Boyd and Schmaltz, Barrett Hayton, but after that, it gets really thin. I mean, there's no uh, Clayton Keller. There's no uh, Roussel. There's no Christian Fisher. There's no Lawson Kraus. Chikrin's been out for a while on the blue line. I mean, they are missing a lot of key uh, pieces right now, uh, this uh, Arizona Coyotes team. Uh, and I'm not sure that they have a roster fit enough to beat anybody good or anybody motivated to win like a Vancouver. So it's a tricky game all around. I'm probably not going to get involved. I mean, if you, if you had to make me choose, I'd say, come on, Vancouver's got to get this done. Uh, the, you know, they, they beat, a, obviously, a much better Vegas team last night. They should handle Arizona here tonight, but I've seen way too much inconsistency lately from the Canucks to trust them. And by the way, goaltending tonight, Yaro Halak uh, in net for the uh, Canucks. Hari Sateri making his debut for the Arizona Coyotes tonight. Uh, remember, they picked him off waivers from the Leafs uh, and uh, you know had him down in the AHL for some conditioning. This is a guy that's played in the NHL before years ago with the Panthers organization and with the Blue Jackets organization. And uh, he's been in the KHL mostly the last, and he's been a good goalie over there. But the question is, can it translate now to the uh, NHL level? Uh, Hari Sateri hasn't appeared in an NHL game since 2018. That season, he had a 2.92 goals against average, 9-11 save percentage with the uh, Florida Panthers. Uh, so we'll see how he fares here in his debut and his return to the NHL and his debut uh, with the uh, Arizona Coyotes for the Finnish goalie Hari Sateri tonight for the uh, coyotes in this game but uh just a lot going on in this game both ways so i'm gonna stay off it jimmy what about you vancouver arizona right with you man jimmy pass on this one not not that i don't i i do think vancouver wins but then you know you mentioned this goalie coming in he's kind of a wild card he, teams don't know him well enough you know yep. he could just come in in terms there's no scouting report really so he comes in there and he gets the start it, he could shock people so i'm gonna stay far away from this game that's true, and you know they want to, you know, give him a good performance in front of him, you know, on a night like this too, where you know you're trying to uh, yeah, help him out, help him, you know, get a win in his return to the NHL. So it's a dangerous game for Vancouver, and they're on a back-to-back. -back. So, you know, that's why this is not a, a slam dunk by any stretch of the imagination here for the uh, Vancouver uh, Canucks tonight in this game. All right, Calgary Flames, San Jose Sharks. We've got Calgary minus one ninety uh, road favorites here, uh, six the total. Uh, shaded to the over in this one. Calgary, uh, good start to the road trip for them. Uh, they beat L.A. 3-2 uh, to two, uh, on uh, two, on uh, Monday night. Uh, and then last night against Anaheim, a 4-2 to two victory against the uh, Ducks. Back-to-back -back now uh, on the road for the uh, Flames as they continue this trip here tonight in San Jose. 
Uh, this is another one where I think Calgary wins, but it's kind of a tricky spot. It is back-to-back on the road. It's the third road game in four nights. We'll see who's in net as well for the uh, San Jose Sharks. Uh, it might be James Reimer. It is confirmed James Reimer back in net, which is probably the right call uh, because, look, he actually played pretty well uh, the other night, even though they lost in overtime against uh, Edmonton. And to be honest with you, he's playing better right now than the guy they picked up from Minnesota, uh, Capo Kakinen. He's really struggled uh, since he's been with the uh, San Jose Sharks. So it's probably the right call just from a, giving us the best chance to win perspective uh, to put James Reimer in net here for the uh, for the. Uh, San Jose Sharks in this game. San Jose's, though, lost four in a row, five of their last six, and the only win, Jimmy, was against Anaheim, which has obviously been totally fallen off a cliff lately. So there's not a whole lot of faith I have in San Jose beating this Calgary team. Uh, Calgary does continue the road trip Saturday in Seattle. Keep an eye on that spot. A lot of these teams have been ending these West Coast road trips lately in Seattle, and they've been losing in Seattle on these final games of these road trips, that could actually be a bet against spot for Calgary there at the end, especially if they win tonight once again uh, in San Jose. It's crazy how many teams, you know, have three and O road trip or three and one road trip and they wind it up in Seattle and they lose to the Kraken. There have been a couple of teams that have fallen victim to Seattle mm-hmm. in that very spot at the end of a road trip. So that's a little dangerous game maybe on Saturday night for the flames against the uh, Seattle Kraken. But as for tonight, I think they win. I, st- I still do, even though it's a back-to-back on the road. That's my only concern. But I still think they get the victory. The one issue I do have is, look, San Jose's kind of played. I don't know what it is, what it is, but they've they've really been a thorn in Calgary's side. They've won five of the last six meetings. They've actually won all three head-to-head meetings this year, Jimmy, against Calgary. 4-1, 5-3, and 4-3 the last time they played in Calgary, where Calgary had the lead and San Jose came back in the third period. It wasn't the greatest game from Jacob Markstrom, I don't know. I just think in Calgary eventually is sick and tired of losing to this. They're like, we're better than San Jose, and we, yet we haven't beaten them yet this year. I think that emanates with them in the dressing room before this game tonight. And hey, we haven't beaten the San Jose team yet. It's time to finally beat them. I think it'll probably be Vladar tonight in net because it's a back-to-back. I'm okay with that. You know, he's actually been pretty good lately in the last couple of starts for the uh, Calgary Flames. Capable. Uh, in net if it's indeed him. It hasn't been confirmed, but I'd probably expect him to uh, get the start. Uh, you know, he's got a 2.84 goals against, 904 save percentage. Again, his starts the last couple have been better. He only gave up two against Colorado, only gave up two against Vancouver. So it's been better the last couple outings for Vladar. Capable if he does get the start tonight. So lean for me at least Calgary in regulation if I were to bet it. What do you think, Jimmy? Flames and Sharks. Yeah, you know, look, I'm going to I'm going to stay away from this one too. I'm sorry to have a couple passes today, but this one is a weird one. I would have I would have been all over Calgary. Uh, but you know, the news coming out in the last hour, Doug Wilson has stepped down as the general manager of the San Jose Sharks. He's an important figure in that organization. Yeah. Really close with the players. The players respect him. He was a players GM and he was a, he was a presence. Was always hanging out with them in a dressing room. I know that he, he's played a big role, obviously, over the course of time uh, in, in bringing the San Jose Sharks the success they had. So does that motivate them? Do they win one for the Gipper here? I don't know. This might be something that I'll jump in live, but right now I'm going to hold back. I would have been on Calgary, but this kind of cautions me a bit. Uh, yeah, definitely. And uh, that was a surprise because he's been there yeah. forever, obviously. As the And he's had other opportunities to either get fired or step down. And yep. yet he's still somehow year after year. There he is. You see yeah. him during the Sharks games. I'll show him in the press box. Doug Wilson in his usual spot uh, watching things uh, unfold. And uh, it is going to be weird seeing a Sharks team moving forward without him. I yeah, mean, for sure. There, so good there. luck to him. Um, I think he was actually having some health issues as well. So hope everything works out for him. Yeah, I think that might have that definitely might have played a little factor, too, and why he maybe now is the time he's picked to uh, step down. Certainly if it's a health issue, we wish him. Uh, all the best, no question about that, and a very long tenure for him uh, with the uh, uh, San Jose Sharks. All right, final game of this Thursday card. Uh, one of the better games tonight, more important games uh, tonight mm-hmm. in terms of uh, what's at stake. Edmonton Oilers, uh, Los Angeles Kings. Uh, we've got the Oilers, minus 130 uh, road favorites in this game. Uh, the total, six and a half across the board. Uh, we'll see how this one goes, but uh, look, the Oilers, uh, pretty impressive stuff from them. Uh, certainly offensively, uh, Leon Dreisaitl, a very late scratch prior to the San Jose game, 
uh, on Tuesday night, but no problem. Uh, they find a way to win. They get the uh, two-to-one win in overtime. What a great pass, by the way, by Mike Smith uh, to set up Connor McDavid uh, for that overtime goal. And uh, look, we've ripped apart Mike Smith's ability to stop the puck, you know, and rightfully so. But one thing about Mike Smith is he's one of the best puck handling goaltenders in the NHL. And, you know, it's been that way for him for a long time. So, you know, I'm not surprised to see him be able to uh, make that kind of uh, great play. Uh, to find Connor McDavid streaking down the ice, middle of the ice, and set him up for a breakaway in overtime uh, to win that game against San Jose. It was a, a great play. Oilers, uh, you know, if they could get any kind of goaltending consistently, defensive play, if it can just hold up just enough, you know, we're seeing they could be a very dangerous team. They could six and one in their last seven games. Uh, they're on a five game win streak going into tonight. They've started the road trip well, beating Anaheim six to one beating San Jose 2-1 to one the other night. But it's going to get a little more difficult here after facing Anaheim and uh, San Jose uh, on this road trip, now playing the LA Kings, who are coming off a 3-2 home loss to the uh, Calgary Flames uh, on Monday night. They've had two days off now uh, prior to this game. Uh, Edmonton uh, and LA just played about a week ago uh, in Edmonton. Edmonton got the 4-3 uh, win uh, in a shootout. LA was down in that game. They rallied a tie at 3-3, but the Oilers got the uh, win uh, in a shootout uh, in that game. We'll see if uh, they can uh, once again get be emerge victorious here against the uh, Kings. It looks like Dreisaitl, uh, his status for tonight, up in the air. Questionable. Looks like it's going to be a game-time decision for him tonight. Uh, and obviously it was the late scratch for uh, Edmonton against San Jose. But questionable game-time decision is the latest on him in terms of being able to play tonight against the LA Kings. Uh, no confirmed goalies as of yet for this game, but projections are Mike Smith for Edmonton, Jonathan Quick uh, for the Los Angeles Kings. Kings are still very much banged up, but they're starting to get a little healthier at least. Still without Matt Roy, Sean Walker, Drew Doughty, three of your starting six defensemen. Uh, Athenasiu uh, and Brown are still up uh, out of the lineup up front, but at least now you're you know you're seeing uh, you know Arvidsson recently came back. Uh, Arthur Kaliev's had more an increased role, which is good because I think he's got a good skill set. Uh, Kempe continues to play very well. Dano's had a great season, first year in L.A. Uh, Kopitar uh, has been steady lately. I follow. Uh, and the L.A. Kings, I, I get a sense this is a Kings spot tonight. I just do. I know Edmonton's playing very well, but you got L.A. You haven't lost Edmonton last week in uh, oil country. Now you get them tonight. You got two days off after a uh, a game against Calgary where Calgary was really fired up in that game. Calgary was off a few losses in a row. You got the best game out of the Calgary Flames, and yet L.A. is still were right there and only lost 3-2 uh, to Calgary in that game on Monday night. I just get the sense there, there's a little value to me on the Kings as a home dog here, uh, plus 110 in this game. Losing to Edmonton last time up. This is a huge game in the Pacific Division standings. Edmonton second in the division with 87 points. L.A. third in the division with 86 points. Of course, second place in this division is going to get home ice advantage uh, in the first round of the playoffs. So this is a huge, huge, huge two points between these two teams. Should be a great game. I'm kind of leaning Kings right now, though, plus 110. I'm going to look toward the home dog uh, in this spot. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think here, Oilers and Kings? I'm going with the Kings on this one. I, I just like the spot for them. I, I, I think right now the urgency is a little higher there. Edmonton has been playing well. The Kings have kind of been up and down. Uh, you know, I like the Kings in this one as a home dog, so straight up. Yeah, and keep in mind, most of the Edmonton wins were at home, all right, during this great streak. Most of, like, they've really feasted on home ice. They beat St. Louis, L.A., Arizona, San Jose uh, at on home ice, New Jersey on home ice. Uh, and then the two road wins that they've had uh, since starting this trip, well, they were San Jose and Anaheim. I mean, it's not like you, you, they've beaten uh, better some of the better teams in the Western Conference on this road trip. This is going to be the best team by far they've played uh, on this road trip. And really overall, I don't want to poke totally a ton of holes on the Edmonton schedule, but really other than, you know, a narrow shootout win against L.A. and a fortuitous, you know, hang on for dear life overtime win against St. Louis, you know, the other wins were San Jose, Anaheim, Arizona, San Jose again, yeah, New Jersey. You know what I mean? It's not like they've beaten a ton of terrific, high-quality uh, uh, opponents lately, uh, the Edmonton Oilers. So, you know, when I look at it here, I think there's a lot of reasons to like L.A. The spot, the situation, they're the team that's a point mm -hmm. back. 
they can't afford to fall three back, especially lose a home game here to the Edmonton Oilers. So I think the Kings bring it tonight. And look, two days off, you know, and, and no travel. So get practice in, fix what didn't work against Calgary on Monday night, and come back here with a pretty strong game. I like it. LA Kings plus 110 as well uh, in this one against the uh, Edmonton Oilers. All right, great stuff on this Thursday card with Jimmy Murphy. Uh, should be a great slate tonight. Looking forward to it. Uh, 141 live viewers on YouTube. Hit the like button. Make sure you do that. We appreciate it very much. And we'll re remind you, as always, about DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NHL and a great uh, partnership with us here at the Ice Guys and the Hockey Podcast Network. A reminder, uh, new customers, get involved with DraftKings Sportsbook. You can bet just $1 on any NHL team uh, and uh, get $150 in free bets if they win that's right. A bump in the wind column for your team means free bets for you. If DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 years of age or older. Must reside in a DraftKings Sportsbook state. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Download the DraftKings app. Sign up for an account and use the promo code THPN. All right, it is time for Best Bets to wrap things up for a Thursday edition of the Ice Guys. Uh, Jimmy, we'll start with you. What do you like for Best Bet? I'm going to go right where we left off there, guys, and take the L.A. Kings as an underdog uh, at home there over the Edmonton Oilers. All right, there we go. Uh, L.A. Kings plus 110 uh, against the Edmonton Oilers. Best bet for uh, Jimmy uh, on this uh, Thursday slate. Uh, my best bet for this Thursday card, uh, I am going to go with the Montreal Canadiens plus 140 uh, against the New Jersey Devils. I, I think it's a live dog. I think especially when you consider who's out of the lineup tonight for New Jersey. Uh, pre predominantly Jack Hughes uh, being the big absence, of course. The fact they only scored one goal without him the other night against Georgiev uh, and the New York Rangers. Obviously, he's going to be missed offensively, so if you can't rely on the offense as much without Jack Hughes, what can you rely on? Because you sure as hell can't rely on the defense and the goaltending right now for the New Jersey Devils. And you've got Montreal back on the road where they've actually played a little bit better lately than they have at the Bell Center. And coming off a 6-3 loss to Ottawa, I think they'll play a lot better tonight. I think they're very live to get a victory tonight in Jersey. Montreal Canadiens, plus 140 uh, against the New Jersey Devils. Uh, that is going to be my best bet for this Thursday uh, NHL card. And that'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone for joining us. Hit the like button on the way out. A reminder, the, and we got two special guests, DJ Mitchell and Peyton Clark, joining us tomorrow on the uh, show. So just uh, suddenly we've got all of a sudden two guests tomorrow looking forward to that uh, on the friday edition of the ice guys a reminder the ice guys is live seven days a week monday to friday 2 p.m eastern saturday and sunday noon eastern if you can't watch the show live download the ice guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms google podcasts apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher and iHeartRadio. download the ice guys podcast when you can't watch the show live for Jimmy Murphy, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Thursday night. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we will talk to you again tomorrow on Friday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.